0: Welcome to Sojourn of Light. This podcast is truly a virtual sanctuary that transcends space and time in order to find that balance between what's cosmic and what's earthbound. And here we're talking about topics from entrepreneurism to creativity, spirituality to community building, all in the name of our sovereignty. Here, this is truly a space where you are welcome exactly as you are. Bring your questions, your comments over to me on YouTube, and always subscribe so that you get the updates when I drop new episodes, which I'll be planning to do every Friday with these Venusian energies and invite you to continue to share your stories in the way that you are. If you're ready... Let's Journey. Ooh, so this episode is going to be a spicy one. <clears throat> and my throat already itching. Hold on. I got to get some water. If you don't already have it near you, get your tea, get your water, get your coffee, get your smoothie. because this is going to be a spicy conversation and for right now I'm the one with the mic and as always I want to hear from you so yeah let's kick it over on YouTube if y'all feel so called I think I might actually post this one up on the channel but uh yeah so as you know welcome back of course to the day ones and to the beautiful star seeds that are just finding this space, welcome, welcome, welcome to the sanctuary. Uh, this episode, I'm going to be talking about rela- my relationship to white men, and it's really going to go all over some places. I want you to track and and reflect. As I'm sharing, and I felt really called and inspired to share this episode because I just passed a billboard um, as I was driving um, on along a highway to get to another side of town, and it is it was a jewelry um, billboard, and it had a white man and a black woman, and the woman has like she's like dripping in diamonds, and. I just felt a different sensation than I've ever felt about what it looks like to see black women with white men in that context. And then I started thinking about the levels of, of, of agony and in different places that the relationship between In a quarter mile, take exit 184 toward Moore Road. Oh, I need to turn my GPS down. Hopefully you didn't hear that. But um, I just like had to start recording right in this very moment. So I'll be getting still in a second. But anyway, so as I was like driving by this billboard, um, I'm just like, oh my gosh. I feel it in my body viscerally, all the different levels and kinds of relationships that black women and white men have had. And if you just listen to the recent episode that um, dropped, I talked about the ancestral relationships and where those stem from and what those have looked like for me and the meaning and significance of keeping those relationships intact and alive and nurturing them as I would any other relationship. Um, and what's interesting about that is... I feel like that's also where I've had some of these visceral feelings around my relationship to white men, because let's be real, the patriarchy has been alive and well, at least here in the United States for hundreds of years, maybe thousands, but as far as my research can go back, that I've looked at around racial equity and racial justice and the different sort of inhumane acts against civilization and humanity that have happened over time, one of the things that has been abundantly clear to me is that the there has been a multimodal agenda um, to um, really stop and trample on the black body, the black mind, the black spirit, the black culture. And that has been for some very deep spiritual reasons that we won't get into on this episode, but probably will come up in some other episodes. Um, but with that agenda to sort of create this level of control um, and to colonize those that, have, that were indigenous to the land and the resources that were wanted and sought after by those who um, set out conquests, to these different parts of the world. We had the birth of capitalism in its early stages. Um, We were introduced to money. We were introduced to religion and we were introduced to the white man. There are still some parts of the world that have not seen the white man, like very remote indigenous, like closed off villages that none of us even know about. And it's just them, you know, it's just them and their people. And it's true probably for some folks descending from the European culture as well. There's just a such thing as cultures not being colonized, civilized. Uh, I won't even say civilized because there's multiple meanings to that and I don't want it to get misconstrued, but colonized. And part of that, going back to this desire for control, and to be able to exploit the gains from the resources, the knowledge, the information, as well as the natural resources, the physical resources that were available in a certain region. <clears throat> and so with the birth of capitalism, we had the birth of patriarchy. Um, the There were masses of people that were experiencing different levels of genocide as well as enslavement over history and over time. <clears throat> Again, with the main common denominator and main agenda being some sort of power and control. A lot of times throughout history, especially the history of the Americas, there was a specific way in which it wasn't just about the economics of a people, but it was about changing their mindset, their beliefs, and then changing who they worshipped and how they worshipped. And, you know, there was a very intentional um, sort of playing out of the separation of the black fe- of the black family or the holy trinity, um, which is the divine masculine, divine feminine, and the child, the the sacred flame that comes from the two becoming one. And what we've seen happen. If we look at what happened in slavery with different forms um, of punishment and consequence um, for those that were already married and then faced enslavement or faced enslavement and didn't have the right to marry legally. And then over time, as certain civil rights have been fought for and have been advocated for, for people to be able to choose and exercise the free will and the sovereignty that was their God-given birthright, as discussed in episode one then you needed to make some image the superior and that was where we started to see and understand with the creation of race with the creation of whiteness that white supremacy culture took its roots and we're still seeing the playing out of that today now where am i going with all of this we thought this episode was about the relationship with white women white white men and black women yes it is and if you've been tracking and following me along i've been giving you a little a a mild history lesson and a timeline as far as how this has all played out for us culturally socially um shaped our values shaped our beliefs you know um and, and, and shaping our relationship with our own power, our sovereignty as well. Um, and so this is these are some of the, the, the beginnings um, of the relationship with the white man and the black woman. because if you look at what white supremacy culture tells us, um, or even what whiteness, if we look at the scale of whiteness, if whiteness is white, male, um, Christian conservative, right is the dominant culture, And that's the culture that has been um, shaping decisions, policies, laws, actions, behaviors, values, right? Um, At the other end of that spectrum, then, has been the black woman. And so the two have not, in in many cases, served the same agenda. Um, And I'm not making this at all about. The, the differences in race between the two, but I am because we need to track this sort of dynamic. And this is why, you know, and I believe, you know, just looking at the data, looking at the facts, knowing the history and having educated myself about it. One of the things that became really clear to me was that if anything was going to change, right? Like as I started to get into my own racial equity work and understanding, um, how race was created and, and, and for what reasons and how it's played out over time in history. As I started doing this investigation, um, solidly about five years ago, but honestly, it, it has been happening, happening and taking shape many years prior to this. Um, the, the thing that has been abundantly, abundantly clear is that, in order for the state of race the state of war and versus peace or harmony or balance you know writing the the ills that have happened over time and space it's really going to have to there's going to have to be a huge paradigm shift in the relationship between black women and white men and what's interesting is that seeing that billboard of that jewelry ad triggered all of this for me um, in a way that I was like, you know, it was just visually outside of me that I'm seeing and I've been noticing and tracking this trend in media, right? Because it media is kind of feeding the machine, i.e., you know, the part of us that's continuing to engage and demand with these things and requesting to see more of it, um, you know, it's it's reflecting back a lot of interracial relationships and more than anything i'm seeing a lot of movies sitcoms shows ads with particularly black women with white men now um of course there's no conspiracy theory here i'm just stating all fact i'm stating history i'm connecting some dots this is all researchable in your own way, if you want me to dive deeper on this, I do um, offer programs, workshops, educational pieces. So feel free to reach out to me. um, Because, you know, again, for me, this is personal to professional, like, as I was doing some of my own professional work, as what was formerly called being an activist really became about me being a human, like, like a really sovereign, aware, um, personally accountable human, like what I'm doing is not superhuman. I think that I'm sharing what I'm doing so that you can retrace my steps and do this for yourself um, and inspire others to be educated and, and and thoughtful in their approach and really mindful of um, the world that we're shaping and recognizing that we always have the capacity to step in a little bit deeper to uncovering the truths of why things have been how how they have been and if they haven't been working in a way that's truly equitable to ask those deeper questions why but also understand that we have to educate ourselves on all all of the relationships in our lives and see how we can truly be accountable um, to ourselves and each other sort of in those relationships because that's where the real work happens. You know, like... Even if I'm talking about the work that I'm doing as part of my job being, you know, a community or creative facilitator and holding space for racial equity work to happen and really holding space for people to grieve about the harms that have been done with malicious intent for for a long ass time to all of us. And so it's a little mind blowing for me to witness this turn of events, you know. That's happening somewhat subtly in our media. And I, I you know, one of the assignments or reflections, um, reflection questions that I'll pose to you for this time together is how have you noticed shifts in representation over the past two years? And I'm really curious, you know, how much of this got sparked by the mass eye-opening open, eye awakening that happened around George Floyd's very public passing you know just two two and a half years ago a few summers ago and then that launching reparations summer following that and so here we arrive back at this you know visual that sparked all of this which is the relationship between the white man and the black woman And for me on a personal level you know i have dated a white man once once um very briefly in college i dated um (laughs) this guy named white chocolate and if white chocolate you happen to hear this shout out to you um for being a real one you know but i had one experience dating a white man And I think as someone who has posed very challenging questions and held my partners very accountable to also chasing their dreams and supporting me chasing mine and, you know, not getting locked into these sort of like uh, blanket expectations. I don't know if I had seen how to do an interracial relationship well at the time. And so we clashed in some ways because there were some things that I felt like I was being asked about just in my daily routine that I felt like I didn't necessarily need to explain. This was just me being myself. I'm not a spectacle at a zoo, right? Um, And then, you know, that evolving to then my relationship with white men, specifically just being around work relationships and of course that had had its own challenges because I'm a very independent thinker independently minded and I traditionally have felt that in my interactions in work settings my boss was a white man like 90% of the time and it's interesting because I think working with um white women had its own sort of um interesting nuances but with white men in particular my ex- personal experience has been not saying that this is fact or not stereotyping in any way just speaking from my personal experience that it i felt um like i was constantly trying to be put in my place right and i had to play small a little bit or play the game somewhat Um, so that I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't pose as a threat. But like a lot of, there were a lot of clashes, because I found myself doing a lot of work and being invisibilized. And, um, you know, just being like, Oh, okay, well, I guess uh, this is how this is going to be going down. Um, And just was like, this isn't for me, you know, and I would Keep evol- evolving my different, various work situations for a long time until I eventually did end up start working for myself and and taking my entrepreneurial leap full time. Um, which maybe I'll talk about that at some point as well. This season, Um I'm pretty sure there's like some notes that I have somewhere about that conversation I wanted to have with y'all. But you know, that being an interesting thing that was kind of catalyzed by some of the relations, the interactions that I had um, with white men into my adulthood, because after college, it was just in the work setting. I didn't have any male friends that were white men. Um, It was all, you know, work environment. And I remember in particular there being a very challenging dynamic not necessarily a boss relationship but there was this really challenging dynamic one time between me and a white co-worker um who was just for whatever reason extremely extremely threatened by me and I mean like from day one that I got to um the, the place that I was working, he just was like, like he couldn't, he couldn't believe it that he was seeing a black woman in my position and challenged everything that I said. And I'm like, but bitch, I have my master's though in business management and leadership. And like, you know, I actually know what I'm talking about and come to find out he was feeling threatened because he was the one that had gotten, like, just basically hired through a homie hookup and had a job made up that he didn't even had no prior experience, didn't know how to do, and I don't even think that he had his master's. Like, no disrespect, right? But he, but this is this is the shit that happens, right? Like, we don't talk about enough as black women. Um, but this is how it goes down, because black women are the number one most educated population in all of the, all of the United States. Dare I say the world, because you know if you deprive somebody of something for so long like there was a point in history where black women were mainly just at home like the mammies right like and and this shit is all full circle and me talking about this right now because the reality is like so much of this has come down to this polarity between white women and black men right like black black women have been worshiped in a lot of our indigenous cultures, they have been matrilineal, matriarchal um, cultures, and which basically meant that everybody was worshiping black women. Because if we know that Mama Africa is the origin of, of, of humanity, and we're talking about matrilineal, matriarchal societies, and there was a domination uh, complex and an agenda to to take over control and power what do you think had to happen with colonization is that we gotta dethrone the black woman so there has been this this playing out of that narrative over time for a long time and so i'm just here to call it like it is because we gotta, we, we, you know, we, we gotta make sure that the black woman always knows that she's less than so that the white woman, the white man can be on top of patriarchy and capitalism and all these other aspects can continue. That's the narrative. If I were to tell a story about what has played out, right? And so the anti-blackness has been, how can we get people as far from blackness and, 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 um, you know, sort of the domination of blackness across the globe right and we see that play out in different different dynamics and then at the same time the agenda is okay how can we also um get people to get as far away from respecting the feminine because the female form has too much power right um and we have to tip the scales in order to push the agenda that what is white and what is male, what is conservative, what follows a Christian ideal is what is most acceptable. That it has to be a white supremacy in order for there to be a black inferiority, and then everybody else falls in between. But in every single culture across the globe, white superiority and anti-blackness. You can trace it back through time. And so with this playing out and now a shift in the subtleties in media around the coming together, and I'm also seeing it in, in actual real-life relationships, right? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, seeing with my own two eyes like the amount of black women who are being loved on in a deep way by white men and it's interesting because you know I've had varying levels of dating apps I've had varying levels of like okay let me be out here doing this dating thing and although I've like dated at some points white some white women or European women I should say it has been absolutely not an option for me for myself to date a white man and you know it was interesting cuz i also had some feelings about if my if my siblings had ended up with white people and none of them have right but i'm just like you know there there has been such a big part of me that understands that there is a continuation of the lineage that needs to happen and how could that be if um I was choosing to procreate with someone outside of my own ethnicity or culture. And I guess a part of me now is just like, but what if that's just evolution, right? Like with the relationships that are happening, genuinely so. Like no performative nature it's not a it's not a scam, it's not an act like these white men genuinely, and we can all think of a few like famous celebrity couples that I'm not gonna drop names particularly um you know, but you know some, and it's like a gen- and like people had shit to talk about it, but here's the thing in in all of this, where has the black man been and this is a real question, right like really reflect on that. Because some of it has been, I think, by design, and some of it has been by choice. And we can't place a a blanket assumption about which place a, a black man has fallen on. Because, you know, again, this is all this is all an individual and collective journey. But collectively, what I have and what I have noticed from my own personal experience is that black men often look and look the other way or and or have also contributed to the furthering of these sort of ways of being like we ha- they have also participated in the toxic masculinity and benefited from being you know closer to those in power as a male because at least they're not a woman, though, right? And that's but it, and it's also part of how we we have been conditioned in society to think. I'm not saying in any way this is all black men. I'm saying this has been my experience, and I would love to hear other experiences in varying levels with this because we're all going to have our own unique experiences. i I can only speak to mine, but my experience has been that a lot of my heartbreak has happened with black men. And I, and you know, unfairly, I think it's probably also because that's most of the kind of male that I spent time around. Like if I'm not dating white men, right. And I'm only really working with white men, but I have siblings or cousins or relatives or whatever. And, 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 you know, boyfriends and like, you know, like I'm just around more black men, but you know my experience has been that that has they certainly haven't advocated for me I I I can't think of a time that I've ever had a black man advocate for me like you know like I kind of I always kind of end up feeling like the mama (laughs) you know or the auntie or the sister and it's like but I need a I'm like the reciprocity piece and I think that 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 toxic masculinity takes that from us, right? Because in order to have the balance of the two, we have to acknowledge our femininity, right? Um, And it's just been a very take, 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 me, 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 like focus because that's what capitalism is going is designed to do. It's going to do that because we're all trying to compete to get our needs met because we've been told that there's lack, right? So in all of this we've all got shit on <laughs> basically like no nobody is coming out on top like nobody's coming out on top is the point um which like naming it and 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 breaking it down and like being able to have a conversation about it i think is the first point um and i think that also what's beautiful in all of this is like full circle, the billboard, I love seeing it. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, we're all sovereign beings in our free will. And why shouldn't the white man evolve from having been told to hate the black woman and to see the black woman as his mammy or maid or servant to no, this is my equal and so much so that I'm going to support this woman in every aspect of who she is and what she wants to do and what she wants to bring to this world. And I'm going to share my birthright with her. I'm going to share my land with her, my home with her, my name, my privilege. And and again, you know, maybe at some point soon, the whole episode with about my relationship with black men will will come to pass as well. But I'm just, I'm like, I don't necessarily know that there's um, like it's an it's a beautiful expression to me at this point in my journey to see. Because I'm like, if if that man can evolve, like to me. That's also doing some ancestral karma work. Like, these white men are out here doing some ancestral work. Like, okay, I have to just name one. But that shit that Harry and Meghan did, are doing, they are doing some ancestral work out here. And I don't know if anybody else has said it, but I'ma say it. This is some ancestral work. Love. Love to me love is god god is love so what other what better way to be creating harmony and peace on on the planet than through love right and and i'm you know again i'm happily doing this thing solo dolo with god and in my celibacy and you know just chilling happy i'm great i've had so many like this is my reflection period to like look back on all these relationships you know and thankfully like y'all care enough to like you know rock with me and listen um for a moment but you know like this is this is important to acknowledge in a real way and not in some petty way like people, people nobody has the right or the authority to comment on anybody else's relationship At all, like, and I wish that I had come to that realization and that understanding sooner than now, because I let a whole lot of people speak into my relationships and get way too involved for a long time. So whatever ethnicity, um, race, background somebody comes from, you know, it is not my intention to be commentary on those people's relationships because I don't know them personally, But what I am saying is witnessing this shift and witnessing this dynamic happen to me feels so important and so beautiful to acknowledge because I think with that polarity shifting at the opposite ends of of how this has played out before, I think that we have a real opportunity to evolve our race relations, you know? Like a lot of my work around race relations in the past has been in the classroom, in the boardroom, you know, in workshops, at retreat centers, in communities, at eco villages, and that's fine. But at the end of the day, I always tell every single one of my students, clients, interns, mentees, anybody, this is all about relationships. At the end of the day, the only way any of this changes is if you change your relationship to either how you think about this thing how you feel about this person this group of people whatever that might be you gotta look at your relationships it's all about relationships which is exactly why I am doing this season Uh, y'all so yeah I'm fired up, but I'm feeling called to end this here. I feel like I've said a lot. I'd love to hear from y'all. There might be a question. Look out for a question um, that I post over on our Spotify page. Uh, I'm also working on getting up all the different buttons, um, and place it for places that you can hear the podcast. Um, but you can basically listen to the podcast anywhere that podcasts are available, including Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcast, um, podcast.fm, of course, Anchor.fm, shout out to them for being amazing, amazing audio partners, um, and so many other places so yeah check that out on the website um i'll have that listed and probably also on the link tree just to make it easy for people to get to where they're trying to go link wise um and yeah again you know it's really deep work that we're out here doing y'all and i have my own sort of insights um and reflections about you know all these different things that we're up against and you know again i say this it's all about relationships and so I think it's a beautiful thing what's happening, um, you know, between uh, with white men to evolve, you know, and to take a stand and to really, you know, look at racism in its face, look at adversity in its face and say, I don't stand for this. No more. No more, you know. Um, yeah. And shout out to White Chocolate for being a G. Like, you are a really good human. And I learned a lot. So, yes, uh, maybe we all have our own little white chocolate out there. Who knows? (laughs) But, yeah, y'all, yeah, it's been beautiful, and it's been beautiful. And I do have to talk about my relationship to black men because I've had so many beautiful, beautiful experiences with black men. And, um, yeah, man, so many relationship conversations to have, y'all. I'm here for this. Thank you for tuning in and hanging out with me. I have been just riding around enjoying this conversation so maybe you're in the car when you listen to this too but yeah it feels like we're just on some road trip right now and we got to dive in for a little bit maybe next time I'll be set up and stationary in the studio we'll see but yeah much love much appreciation I hope that y'all have a beautiful beautiful rest of your day wherever this finds you don't forget to check out the description box for any links and I will see you next time You have been listening to Sojourn of Light, and my name is Cortina Janelle. It has been an honor and a privilege to have hosted and facilitated this time together here in the sanctuary once again. If you're so called, you can check out the description box for more details on any things that I might have discussed or that I might want to expand on and send you more links and resources about. And you're always welcome to make a one-time or reoccurring donation tithe or sponsorship whichever journey suits your tea at oshana.org backslash donate tithe or you can just visit oshana.org and look for that donate button somewhere at the top all donations to house of soleil and ade project through oshana church of spiritual activism are tax deductible as we are a 501c3 nonprofit faith community. Thank you for your time. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for your divine being. And I'll see you next time.